It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic. Your daily Orlando Magic Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is March 22nd, 2021. My name is Philip Rosenweig. I'm the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, another loss. This one to the Boston Celtics, another frustrating effort, another just disappointing effort, another just inexcusable effort, another sign the end is near. We'll talk about the Orlando Magic's loss to the Boston Celtics and get ourselves ready for trade deadline week here coming up in just a moment. But before we do any of that, I do remind you all you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Best search and gravity on the podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast, you're covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail. There's podcasts covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Boston Celtics? Check out our pals at Locked On Celtics. Want to look ahead to Tuesday's game against Denver Nuggets? Check out Locked On Nuggets. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or College 2, there is a Locked On podcast for you. Just search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Coming off of Friday's game against the Brooklyn Nets, the message from Steve Clifford and really the message from a good chunk of the team was sort of a promise. A promise to say, you know, this was a big win. The Magic have only two wins this year against teams with records better than 500. This was a big win. A win that showed that, yes, the Magic can put things together. Yes, they shot the ball extremely well. But they are capable of winning these games. And with still time remaining, because the season's not over yet, they're not eliminated yet, there was a belief that, you know, we can finish the season strong. We can make another playoff push. We can realize our potential. And the thing that we have to accomplish is to make sure that this is a win we build upon. We take the good things that we did, we learn from the mistakes that we may have made, 
and we start to become consistent. That's what good teams do. The bad teams have good days, and then they rely on that good day happening again rather than getting back to work and doing what makes them good, what makes that team good, or, or, or committing to that team's way to play. How the Magic would respond in this game against the Celtics was going to be everything, especially against a, a struggling Celtics team. How would the Magic build off of a week of strong defense and finally finding the bottom of the net? But what happened was an effort that was reminiscent of the early days of the rebuild. A team that is just so inconsistent, that is just unable to put all those pieces together. A team that just isn't committed to itself and to its way to play. This Magic team is a defensive team first. Um, They only have a chance if they defend. They do not have the scoring. They do not have the firepower, even as they get healthier now to try and outscore teams like they did on Friday night. Friday's game was an aberration. Every team in the NBA is going to have a night where they hit a bunch of shots. That's just the reality of the league. Just like every team in the NBA is going to have a night where they can't hit shots, which the Nets arguably had on Friday. The question is, what can you do every day? I I say this all the time. The NBA regular season is about consistency. What can you do every single night without fail? That is the ultimate question. And the Magic have to be committed defensively. That is their only chance in this game, in this league, and in this season to be successful with the roster as it's made up now. And that is not natural to them. One of the great things Steve Clifford has done is teach and and get this team to play defense against a lot of the nature of these players. Nikola Vucevic is not a physical player. Evan Fournier is not a physical player. Aaron Gordon likes to defend, but you know he can get distracted very, very easily. Steve Clifford has channeled all of this into the best version of this team. And so what we got Sunday afternoon was a team that did none of that stuff. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown came around screens wide open. Nikola Vucevic set his drop way too deep, unable to shift and adjust and challenge three-point shooters and help his guards get back into the, into the play. There was no trust in the rotations and the defensive scheme to deliver. The Magic slept walked through the game for the most part. There were positive moments early on, no doubt. It, you know, it looked like the Magic might be able to overcome some of this, but everyone knew the offense was going to dry out. And so while Orlando had the lead for much of the first half and got some good interior defense, once Boston settled in and started shooting threes, Orlando just never challenged them. Orlando was too concerned protecting the paint or whatever the strategy was, whatever the game plan was, the Magic were never in it. As Steve Clifford said, we were never into the ball. Nikola Vucevic echoed this too. And this being into the ball means making the opponent feel you. Knowing that, you know, forcing the opponent to go the direction you want them to go. That, That didn't happen. So the Celtics started hitting threes again and again and again and again. Jason Tatum had a little flurry at the end of the first half that gave the Celtics a 10-point lead and an 8-point lead at the half. Jalen Brown got himself going in the third quarter to put the Celtics up by as much as 17. And yeah, Orlando cut it down to 8 in the fourth quarter with their little spurt, but it was never really a threat. I mean, unless Boston started missing threes, these were wide-open threes. These were wide-open threes off the dribble, wide-open threes off screens. Some magic team that just had no clue what they were doing defensively. They were just not in tune with the game plan. 
And the Celtics are a team that can make you pay. With their star power, they can make you pay. Orlando did fine for a half. They played poorly but stayed in the game. But they were never really in this one with the way the Celtics were able to shoot the ball and the way the Celtics were able to just pick them apart. Without defense, the Magic had no chance. And they got the result they deserved. They got the result that comes from being a bad team. And just make no bones about it, the Magic playing this way with the effort that they played with, with the intensity and energy and physicality that they played with, is a bad team. And with the trade deadline ahead, change just feels inevitable at this point. That this group has just, whatever mojo it had, whatever intensity they had learned, it's gone. It's all gone. And that's what this kind of result really is. The Boston Celtics defeat the Orlando Magic by the final score of 112-96. to A frustrating and disappointing effort for the Orlando Magic. We'll talk about what the future holds coming up here in just a moment. But first, don't let the stress of daily life weigh on your body. Whether you're an elite athlete or someone like me just trying to make it through the day tension-free, Theragun can help. Theragun is the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power. And it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good, it gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension. Using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out, an injury, or just the stresses of everyday life, there's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. The OLED screen and design make you feel like you're holding something from the future. Just go to their site and check it out, and the Theragun app learns from your behaviors and suggests guided routines. Theragun is trusted by 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid and elite athletes like Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharapova, and hundreds of thousands of customers. Try Theragun for 30 days starting at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash locked on right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash locked on. Theragun.com slash locked on. Don't forget to check out our good pals at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football is over. The NBA is in full swing. The NCAA tournament in full swing. And the NHL as well. Baseball getting ready to start too. Plenty to get to. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Get real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online is your cover for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Locked On. That's Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Get all the sports news you need in less than 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. 
Let's run through the final box score for you real fast as the Orlando Magic fall to the Boston Celtics 112-96. to It is not a pretty box score at all. Nikola Vucevic leads the way in scoring with 22 points, 13 rebounds, 9 for 20 shooting. Um, you know, Vooch had that big high maybe two weeks ago now. Starting to come back down to earth. And, and, and again, 22 points, 13 rebounds is are all-star numbers. Um, it's not that he is playing poorly. It is just he is not at the otherworldly level that he was at. Um, you know, maybe a few weeks ago, uh, when, you know, when he had to carry a lot more heavier of a burden, when there's a lot more focus on him defensively, um, he's starting to his, his three point shot has always been you know up and down, and he's obviously shooting around forty, he's shooting better than forty percent most of the season. You know, he shot three for six from beyond the arc, so it wasn't like he was bad, but um, you know, it definitely feels like there's a little bit of pressing going on that he's rushing things a little bit. Um, when he finds that rhythm, he's still about as unstoppable as can be in the Magic. Have to keep finding ways to get him shots. He's nine for twenty and get him shots and it's good spots. Um, and obviously having guys back has helped a little bit uh, with that. But uh, Vooch just kind of did his work. Didn't really impact the game. I would say with with with, with anything here and in, in the way that this game played out. Uh, the big the big performances though were Evan Fournier and Aaron Gordon. The two keys to the Magic's win on Friday, both Evan Fournier and Aaron Gordon had efficient, uh, just like deathly efficient. Games uh, to to win that to win that contest against the Nets. Um, this game, just both guys, just looked like they were forcing everything, trying to get get uh, shots to go down, trying to help their team. Again, I, I don't think any anything is negative per se offensively. Uh, um, I think the Magic settled for three point shots a little too much. They finished eleven for thirty four. I've always kind of believed that thirty for this team at least, with how poor their shooting is, thirty is the right number. But again. There are just so many possessions where the Magic just came down and took the first good first three that they could get. It wasn't even a good three. It wasn't a paint touch. Just kind of took a shot. And, and there were like several moments throughout the course of the game where the Magic settled for a three-pointer rather than working their offense, trying to get in the paint, trying to create something going to the basket or even just get to the foul line. Second quarter, um, the Magic were cruising along. They were in the bonus for a good chunk of the second quarter. Uh, and then they just stopped attacking the basket. They stopped being able to get to the foul line. And this is not a high free-throw team Anyway, but when their shooting is down, when they're not able to hit shots, they've got to find ways to create offense. And again, it's Aaron Gordon settling for jumpers, Evan Fournier settling for jumpers. You know, Aaron Gordon's not the greatest driver in the world either, but just it, there's just no no push or force. And again, it, it's reflected in the numbers. Um, Evan Fournier finishes with 16 points on six for 19, shooting two for eight from beyond the arc. Again, eight three pointers is a lot. Um, you know, Evan's a good three point shooter. I'm not going to hate that he took so many threes that much. But just was that, that's just not what this team called for in this moment. Aaron Gordon really struggled to 12 points, 3 for 13, shooting 2 for 7 from beyond the arc. Again, that just shows that he's settling on the outside. He did add 5 assists and 6 rebounds. But again, the Magic just, they, they need efficiency from these guys. Um, you know, again, the, 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 what helped the Magic win during that win streak back in February was Nikola Vucevic was playing at an otherworldly level. And then they get big games from Terrence Ross and Evan Fournier. Um, Terrence Ross didn't play in this game, obviously, but the Magic need big performances from their leading trio or from three of their guys. If they can get a fourth to join them, even better. Um, you know, so you're getting 16, you're getting 22 from Vooch, 16 from Fournier, 12 from Gordon. That's not going to be enough to win these games. And even if you get a fourth guy to come with you, James Ennis off the bench scores 18 points in his first game back in a long time on five for six shooting, including three for four from beyond the arc. Ennis came ready to play. He came with the right energy. You expect that from James Ennis. The Magic just could not match it. And again, this, the shots just would not go down. The Magic shoot 38.1% from the floor. You know, they only turned the ball over six times. The turnovers weren't the issue. 
just simply the Magic couldn't shoot uh, shoot well enough um, to stay in this game and, and stay competitive, especially with how poorly their defense played. Um, again, it, it's it's partly about efficiency. I think there's a lot of frustration with how bad the offense has been, but you know, I I I just I think that both. Evan Fournier and Aaron Gordon kind of broke the game plan a little bit. Um, you know, again, I think that they, that not in a negative way, they're trying. They're trying to help the team. They know how important they are for the team, but they settled, and and that's just not going to get the job done for this group. Um, so, just again, really disappointing overall for this team. Um, you know, not a lot to say. Otherwise, you know, Chumbo Kiki five points two for five shooting over three from beyond the arc. He's kind of come back down to earth a little bit with his three point shooting after such a strong uh, strong run a couple weeks ago. Dwayne Bacon, five points, one for seven shooting. Again, Bacon is just so hit or miss. There's a reason why you shouldn't be counting on him as much as the Magic are. They're counting on him a lot more than they should be. Uh, Mo Bamba missed the game with a foot injury. Um, he got his, his toe got stepped on in Friday's game, so they so he is uh, recovering from uh, from soreness, or at least a, a little bit of an injury there. Michael Carter Williams in his first game back in a while, seven points, three for five shooting, uh, four assists for him. Still using Aaron Gordon though as the backup point guard. Uh, uh, Chase and Randall played only 6 minutes and 40 seconds. But the real story in this game was the Celtics and their shooting. Boston shoots uh, 23 for 54. That's 42.6% from beyond the arc. So 23 threes to 11. That's what, 12 three-pointers. That's 36 points right there in difference. And Orlando made some of that up at the foul line. They did get to the line 30 times, 21 for 30 shooting from the foul line um, compared to Boston's 9. So there's 12 of your 36 there. But... Just the way the Celtics were able to get shots, how easy the three-pointers were, was a huge problem. Jalen Brown leads the way with 34 points. 10 for 18 shooting from beyond the arc. 10 three-pointers. Uh, Jason Tatum with 23 points. 5 for 8 shooting from beyond the arc. That's 15 of the Celtics' 23 three-point makes came from two guys. And 26 of 54 three-point makes. Honestly, you take out the three-point shooting of of Kemba Wall, of Jay, uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown... The Magic were fine, but they were just going under every screen. They weren't fighting over screens. They were just letting them walk into three-pointers. And eventually, yeah, the Celtics were able to tear apart the defense because they had to double them just to try and get some energy and some push and some force behind them to stop these three-point shooting, three-point shots. This is not Magic basketball. This is not the way the Magic are going to play. And it was just, frankly, it was lackadaisical. I, you know, I don't want to call it lazy. I don't want to put, that, put that, that, that pejorative term on them. They didn't do enough. It's, it's it's that simple. They didn't do enough. And it's just so, so easy. I mean, it's not easy, as Clifford said after the game. It's not easy to stop those guys. We're not asking them to stop those guys. But you got to make them think. you got to make them put a little bit of force on it. And that just never happened. So the Magic, playing from behind uh, for much of the second half, you know, playing from, uh, playing from behind the entire second half, you know, once their shooting ran dry in the middle of the second quarter, the game was over. Um, Orlando is not winning games based on their offense. It's just it's just that simple. And again, they got one on Friday, but their defense has to be the key, and, and that's really the big lesson from the game. The Orlando Magic fall to the Boston Celtics, 112-96. They're back home to start a three-game homestand on Tuesday against the Denver Nuggets. We'll talk a little bit about what this means for the future as we are entering trade deadline week once again. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. 
Bluetooth is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. It ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical professionals, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. Bluetooth's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problems here. Bluetooth's sildenafil and tadalafil tablets are chewable. Bluetooth tablets are made in the USA and they are prepared and shipped direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Bluetooth free when you use our promo code Locked On at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code Locked On to receive your first month free. And we thank Bluetooth for sponsoring this podcast. Today's podcast is also brought to you by our pals at Built Bar. We've been telling you about Built Bar for a long time. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market. Built Bar is the amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all their bars. Now is the time to figure out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. Get excited, folks. Today's matchup in Built Bar Madness, if I can scroll down and find it because we have it, is coconut versus birthday cake. And, you know, you've heard me talk about this forever. When it says it's birthday cake, it tastes like birthday cake. I'm not a coconut guy, so I'm voting for birthday cake. Um, it is it is well worth the try, no matter what flavor you like. There are plenty of flavors to get to. Go to BuiltBar.com or to Twitter at Bar underscore Built to vote on the latest Built Bar Madness matchup. Remember to use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. If you want to try today's contestants, that is LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Get more analysis on the top prospects available in this year's NBA Draft with the Locked On NBA Draft Podcast. Scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Subscribe today on and follow Locked On NBA Draft. I know lots of Magic fans will want to do that, although we will miss seeing Cade Cunningham play until draft time. We'll get to all that coming up here. And don't forget as well, on Thursday at 6 p.m. on the Locker Room app, I'll be hosting a post-trade deadline discussion, our hangout. We'll talk about everything the Magic did, what the Magic didn't do, and everything in between. Coming, That's coming up Thursday at 6 p.m. Download the Locker Room app. In April 2019, the Orlando Magic arrived in Boston with two games left on their schedule. Their playoff spot was not secured, and they were fighting for their lives. Fighting for everything, really. This was their chance. They were given a bit of a reprieve. A new front office gave them the chance to prove and do something that they were unable to do in the previous six seasons. They were down in that game against the Boston Celtics two, uh, three years ago now. They were trailing and came back to win. They, they held off Kyrie Irving. They, as Steve Clifford would put it often at the end of the season, played their way into the playoffs. They won the game that clinched their playoff spot. No one else did it for them. They took a playoff spot. And as they walked off the floor, you could sense the joy 
the happiness in that team. You could sense the weight that was lifted off their shoulders. The feeling of accomplishment that it could only come from putting behind years of frustration, years of, not anger, but years of disappointment, years of lost potential. The celebration continued in the locker room and into the night as the team had a, had a dinner in Boston before heading to Charlotte to finish the season, a, a win that would secure them the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference that year. That night felt like a beginning. It felt like an end. But it felt like a team that had proven that there's something there all along. And that this was just merely the start of who this team was going to be under Steve Clifford. Jonathan Isaac was still growing into the player the Magic hoped he would become. Aaron Gordon was becoming an all-around player. Nikola Vucic was putting the bow on an all-star season and would get a new contract. Terrence Ross was already was becoming the best sixth man in the league. And Steve Clifford had helped build the foundation to make this team Competitive in a way that they'd never been competitive before. A belief that no matter the no matter the situation, they could still come back and win. And a consistency that this team had been searching for for so long and unable to build. That was the reality of that night. And even though the Magic lost in five games to the Toronto Raptors, it felt like the Magic were just starting. That there was chance to grow and chance to get better. So Magic walked off the floor Sunday in Boston. The same building, the same arena. It truly felt like this was the end. The two teams had many of the same players. Evan Fournier, Nikola Vucevic, Aaron Gordon, Terrence Ross, Jonathan Isaac, Ken Birch, Michael Carter-Williams. Many of those same players experienced both the highs of that night in 2019 and maybe not what felt like the low of this night in 20 or this afternoon in 2021 but certainly the feeling that yes we are entering the final week of this group specifically for Nikola Vucevic, Aaron Gordon and Evan Fournier who have been with this franchise for 10 8 7 years who have been through all the highs and lows that have come from this rebuild. The failures under Rob Hennigan to build a cohesive and cogent franchise. The failure to just find that consistency until Jeff Weltman arrived helped build the foundation. A team that has only had one winning record since Dwight Howard left in 2012. Two playoff berths, but one winning record. That team, that group, those three players specifically, have done everything they can to try and save this team, to try and keep this team afloat. God knows Nikola Vucevic has. But in the end, it's been proven that it's not enough. And perhaps this was always the conclusion to be had, and the injuries have only made that conclusion worse. But it hasn't been enough. And now that the Magic have bottomed out, the floor dropped from under them by injury, 
by circumstance, and by the reality that this team always hung on the knife's edge, change seems inevitable. A new batch of reporting coming from the ringer suggests the Magic have engaged in trade talks with Aaron, over Aaron Gordon with several teams. This in addition to the reality that Evan Fournier is set to become an unrestricted free agent this offseason and is not likely to be re-signed. It feels extremely likely the Magic will be moving on from Evan Fournier at the trade deadline. It is becoming more likely that Aaron Gordon may be gone on Thursday too. This is quickly becoming the end of an era. And the way the Magic played Sunday night suggested that maybe these guys know it too. There was always that sense at the end of the season. At the end of 2019, you know, people felt like this was the beginning. The team felt like they could come back and build upon what they'd done. At the end of last season, when they hadn't accomplished that, partially because of injuries, but they hadn't accomplished that, there was a sense of finality that this might be the last time this group is together. Guys that have been and played together for so long. It's hard to just throw that away. It's, it's, it seems easy to do that in this, in this NBA world, in this 2K transaction-heavy NBA world. But it is not easy to throw away those partnerships, those friendships. But the results speak for themselves too. And it has become inevitable that it is time. It is time for this era to end. It is time for this team to move on. Whether it happens Thursday or happens in June, July, August, whenever the offseason begins, it is time. By Thursday, this Orlando Magic team will be different. By Thursday, this franchise will be different. By Thursday, this franchise must be different. Because what we saw Friday night, what we saw Sunday night, and how quickly the team fell from those highs of Friday night. That's become too commonplace. This Magic team is not playing Orlando Magic basketball anymore. They haven't done so for quite some time. And this group has gone as far as it can go. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore MB. And, of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. That's going to do it for me, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Ross. We'll see you again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.